you ever bully or hurt anyone again, I'll come back here and butt-fuck your father with your mom's headless corpse right here on this goddamn lawn. <laughs> hey, I'm Davis. Thirteen years old, my ass. I'm Chance. This is Pod Fast and Pod Furious. A mini-sode. What is in a mini-sode? What's in a name? Well, you see, there's miniature, which is a word, and there's also episode, which is also a word. And you create them together to do a compound word that's also a fake word called mini-sode, which would be short for most likely miniature episode. What do you do in a miniature episode, you wonder? Well, sometimes you talk about things that are going to be leading up to things that you talk about in the real episode that you do on Thursday. And so that's what we're doing today, because Thursday we got coming out a little uh, discussion about a little movie called Fred Claus. Now you might have heard of this movie. It's a Christmas movie. Got some silly elves in it. Got a silly Santa Claus. Got, got Fat Giamatti. Got Paul Giamatti. Got Ludacris. Ludacris is a DJ elf. He makes the music, etc., etc. But it's got our old pal in it, the number one star, uh, comedy superstar Vince Vaughn. Ran the Wild West comedy show. Uh, star of Made. Star of Wedding Crashers, star of uh, Four Christmases, star of all kinds of crazy stuff. And I was thinking, well, what's what's Vince Vaughn been in that we could talk about, that we could possibly bring up on a mini-sode for a Pop Fast and Pop Furious Past and Furious podcast? And I said to myself, holy crap, he has worked with none other than the, what would you call him, the, the, ar- the architect? Yeah, the architect the, for what we know is the Fast and the Furious. The architect of the Fast family himself, the man who has guided us from Tokyo Drift through Fast Six, and then did this what right after Fast Six? Yeah, between Fast Six and Star Trek. Yeah. Anyway, you and know coming him. back for nine. You know him. You love him. He's coming back for nine. He's coming back for ten. We've discussed him many times on this podcast. He's a tiny, adorable Asian man that we want to carry around in our little overall pockets. It's true. It's Mister Justin Lin. Justin Lin, in case you didn't know this, dabbles from time to time in TV, television. We had a mini-sode about one of his episodes already. Man Come P.I. just a few yep. weeks ago. He's done some CBS stuff, but he's also done some HBO stuff. HBO is like CBS, except you have to pay for it, and it's not watched by a lot of old people. It's watched by cool young people. Uh, fresh, hip. Because they say, like, fuck and show boobs and They show stuff. titties. This one alone, we saw real quick some pussy, mm-hmm. real quick some hard nipples. Rachel quick... McAdams' butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Kitsch's butt. Yeah. Um, we've seen some bad words. We've seen a dead man wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, we saw crowhead. We saw drug use. Uh, we saw a miniature naked woman in a plate of milk or something. Something like that. Uh, we saw... A guy uh, threatening to beat up a child with uh, brass knuckles, knuckle mm-hmm. dusters, uh, all kinds of objectionable contents. We saw, you know, that same man eventually drink and drive after crushing a bottle of... Drank a whole bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, Blue Label, Label and then... Was doing some cocaine bumps. Drove up the coastal highway and looked at the dead man who was wearing sunglasses. Everybody said, look at this. I've never seen such a sight before. There's a dead guy sitting on a bench... Like a normal human alive man, 
but he's got sunglasses on in the middle of the night, which is odd. Let me approach him, and it turns out he's been killed. What are we talking about? We're talking about True Detective Season 2, Episode 1. Episode 2 was also directed by Justin Lin. But we didn't have time to sit around and watch two whole hours of True Detectives. So I mean, I'm talking? probably going to watch it after yeah, you leave. I'll probably go home and watch Episode <laughs> 2 in my house. But I need a snack, and I need a water. i got head hurt. Because Dave and I are staunch advocates that True Detective Season 2... Far superior. Yep. To season one, and we're here to tell you why. And I know that's a hot take. I know everyone's like, season two sucks. Season two didn't make any sense. Scalding. Well, we've probably mentioned our love of season two on here before. Now we have an avenue and an outlet to discuss it. Because like we said, it's directed by Justin. It's starring Vince Vaughn. It's starring Colin Farrell. It's starring Rachel McAdams. These are all friends of the podcast. I'm sure we can find some kind of tangential Kevin Bacon, Bacon number connection of them to yeah, the Fast and Furious them. somehow. And starring Taylor Kitsch. Colin. Friday Night Lights. Of Friday Night Lights fame that we did an episode on of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Farrell was in uh, Horrible Bosses with Jason Bateman, who was in... I mean, the easy one is... Uh... Literally, it's uh, Colin Farrell's in Daredevil with Ben Affleck, who's in Reindeer Games with Charlie Theron, who's in Fate of the Furious. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I wouldn't say that's the easy one. I felt like that was easy. That was several steps. There's got to be something easy. Oh, you're trying to make it less steps? I'm trying to... We could probably find it in one step. Michelle Rodriguez. Who else would have worked with these guys? Um, oh, wasn't Michelle Rodriguez in SWAT? Yeah, with Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. There yeah. you go. Boom. One step. Very quick. Did it in one step. Yep. And then, I mean, clearly, obviously, Vince Vaughn, Ludacris, Fred, Fred Claus. Claus. Which will be Thursday's episode. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I think that one's going to be a little bit more tough. Game Night. Was there anyone? Kyle Chandler. Friday Night Lights with Taylor Kitsch. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel McAdams would be tougher. Oh, no, there's got to be Rachel and Paul Walker. Think about it. Rachel McAdams and Paul Walker? There's got to be some kind of connection there, I feel like. He fucked her when she was 16? Oh! Ha, got him! Take her what is buddy True Paul Detectives? Detectives? Well, there's a man, Nick Pizzolatto. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book, and then he wrote more books, probably. And yep. then he wrote a TV show called True Detectives. And the first one was about... Uh, Matthew McConaughey, he came in, he said, all right, all right, all right, somebody's been killing these high school girls, and I've been staying the same age, but also my age has been changing, because you're going to see me in the 90s, and you're going to see me in the 2000s, and you're going to see me in 2012, and the whole time be partners with my buddy, whoo, Woody Harrelson, me and him, we were pounding around Ed TV, directed by Ron Howard, and then we was pounding around the film Surfer Dude with my buddy Willie, Willie Nelson. Hell yeah, surfer dude. And uh, now we're pounding around together. We're true detectives together. Someone's been killing these high school girls, man. Turns out it's a retard who mows lawns. Shocker. That wasn't me saying the uh, R slur. That was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that was Matt. Matthew, how dare you? You're canceled, it's and that's the T. bro. You're canceled, and that's the T. We're going to take your, your liquor commercials off the air. Yeah, no more wild, wild turkey. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about the time we were filming down in New Orleans, man. I was, uh, I seen a couple of high school girls at Mardi Gras, man. I looked across the way and I seen, uh, Brad Pitt over there, over top on top of a terrace. <laughs> I tossed him a couple cores light. I said, 
Party on, brother. True story. That's a true. That's a true detective story. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and then they did that one. Everybody loved it, and they said we're maniacs for this. We need more. And so the guy Nick Pizzolatto said, "Cool, I'm gonna uh, wear my leather jacket. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna uh, go to my black and white house where everything is in black and white, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna rack my brain." And mentally torture myself until I, I can come up with a story of a, a modern day L.A. noir about several crisscrossing uh, paths of cops and also a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a a crim- very cool criminal. A criminal uh, played by a fast-talking uh, comedy actor from the film Swingers. Um, and they're all going to get together to solve a mystery and fight corruption and maybe they'll all uh, learn life lessons about themselves. Yeah. So who is the cool characters? Well, we've got Colin Farrell. You got Colin Farrell. His name is Ray Velcro. He's an alcoholic. He loved to drink. He's uh, pretty proud to be a dad to a fat pussy. He's got fat redhead son who could be his son. He could be son of a rapist. Yep, could be rape baby. Because first... First thing we pretty much learn about him is his wife was done, done a rape upon by a man back in a flashback yep. when Colin Farrell was a clean-cut uh, young cop. And he go to Vince Vaughn, our old pal, and Vince Vaughn's like, Mmm, buddy, we got some info. Here, you can take it. And maybe down the road, I'll slide my hand in your pocket and I'll ask a little something of you. Yep. And so Colin Farrell of Velcro said, okay, I'm okay with that. Just give me the information so I can go find the rape man. And so he does. And then I like to think of it as original sin because the flashback we see, boom, red lights, looking, shimmering like hell, like he's entering hell. But really he's going into a bar to meet with Vince Vaughn who's wearing a cool looking leather jacket. Yep. And little does he know that that bar will later become like his own, his own haunt. Is it, it's a different bar, isn't it? Was it? I thought it was that bar. I th- nah, I feel like it's a different bar. Uh, they look different, but maybe there's been remodeling? Yeah, done. they could have remodeled, you know? Just like the Casino the Tomahawk and uh, Reindeer Games. I don't know why we keep bringing up Reindeer Games. I don't, I don't know. know why. That's strange. Uh, it must be on our minds that time for some of the reason. season, yeah. you know? Reason for the season. Um, everybody in this has a cool leather jacket. Except yeah. for Vel- Velcro. He has a cool bolo tie. He wears bolo tie like Philip Rivers. Uh, he's got on a cool... Uh, he wears like... What is it? Like a blazer? Yeah. I would it's say like he's a got like a twill blazer or something. He's and constantly like chain like smoking. A, like a western shirt. He smokes a lot of American spirits. He drinks whiskeys. Smokes weeds. He smokes weeds in his car. Snorts cocaines. Talks to his son on a, a recorder. Shares messages with him about how astronauts don't go to moons anymore. Yeah, he talks about space. He bought his son LeBron shoes. And then when he went to school to give his son a a sleeping bag for a camping trip that already happened a week before, uh, he finds out that some bullies took the LeBron shoes out of the fat pussy son's locker. And his immediate suspicion is that the bullies shit on them. Yes, that's the the (laughs) first thing he assumes. What, they shit on them? Hey, you know what? When you're drunk and high and you just beat up a reporter, your mind does, your brain does yeah, crazy things. It seems like it would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then he threatens his son and tells him that if he doesn't tell him the kid's name, he's going to pull down his pants and spank him in front of the cheerleading squad. Yeah. I would say probably, what, the first thing we see after the opening credits is we see the land deal that's going to happen and there's little markers. But then the second thing we see is Velcoro in the car with his son. What does that tell us about the whole season as a whole? 
really it's going to be about uh, generational trauma, fathers and yeah. sons. Uh, the legacy you the leave legacy, for that family. Yeah, things like that. The cycle of the uh, cyclical uh, damage and yep. shit. Uh, and trauma. Stuff like that. Because eventually what we find out is this conspiracy goes back to the L.A. riots, I believe, eventually. Yeah. Not to spoil all, what was it, eight episodes, ten episodes? Something I can't like that. I remember. But, you know, there's some bad cops that did some corrupt stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's very convoluted. That seemed to be one of the big things that people had a problem with back when the season came out is they couldn't follow it because their brains are too yeah, fucking they, small they, and Yeah, everyone dumb. said it just it didn't connect for them and it was just convoluted. Yeah. And it's let like, me tell you, I watched probably 95% of this season when it came out. Shithouse blackout drunk. Dude, you and I were watching the finale together pretty much almost blackout drunk. Someone had died already. And you were like, Yeah, you were like, where's Osip? <laughs> Osip's dead, dead motherfucker. Like, Osip's fucking dead. Yep. I had forgotten a man had been killed five minutes before, yeah. and even I had an easier time following the plot yeah. than half you motherfuckers out there. But hey, maybe we're just that's our because yeah. that's our wheelhouse. We like mysteries, right? And what noirs. you never you never seen an L.A. noir before? You've never uh, played the video game L.A. noir? You've never seen the film Chinatown? Oh, that's such a good one. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. You never saw L.A. China Confidentials? Babes. China Babes, China White. Yeah, I would say this is what this is most closely to. Yeah. Is L.A. Confidential and like uh, Elroy and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Crisscross and paths. Uh, lots of people at play. You got mayors. You got power players. You got local government. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, Ben Casper. It's really too much plot and too much characters to talk about in a half hour mini so I mean, I yeah, but feel it's, like I could barely. Uh, I'll just say it's amazing. Like if you haven't seen True Detective season two, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? Yeah, Get on there. Your life. I mean, look, this is coming out uh, Tuesday, December eleventh. Yeah, what so the, you got a whole month to watch all this before the third season, season come out. Was it January thirteenth or something? Thirteenth, Mahershala Ali Oscar winner for his work in the film Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Steven Dorff, Oscar winner for his work in the film Blade. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Alone in the Dark. And Sofia Coppola's Somewhere. Uh, who else? Carmen Ejogo. Uh, you'll be seeing her in the upcoming film Noel that we covered. Yeah. Starring Paul Walker. You'll see that next week. Is Vinny Vaughn in, in season three? No? Oh, I wish what? he was. I don't know. I think like I just... a, what like a different role or something. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn right. Just playing a different character. Using my anthology players, my ensemble, my ensemble. I just you know Vince Vaughn in uh, True Detective. I feel like a lot of people also had issues with him because they they yeah. can't take him serious. Yeah. But he's actually fucking terrifying as Frank Simeon when, like, we see Frank, like, unleash himself. Yeah, there's not a lot of him in this premiere episode. I wouldn't say yeah, too, no. too much. It and focuses more on McAdams, Farrell, and uh, Kitch. Right, and I would say mostly Farrell and McAdams. Kitch yeah. is a little... Uh, he, it just only alludes got, to his issues. He's only got, like, a couple big scenes. There's, like, the, his intro where he pulls over this actress chick... It's yeah. supposed to be like a Lindsay Lohan type, and she's, yeah, she's got, got an ankle, ankle monitor bracelet on, thing, right? And she's like, "Hey, how about how about I take you back and fuck your dick?" Uh, blah blah blah. And then uh, I don't know. Maybe this is Pizzolatto's way of saying that uh, men get falsely accused too. Hashtag him too. Him too. I don't know, but because you know the big twist is that Woodrow, despite having a smoking hot girlfriend at home, dude's gay. He likes men, and that's mm-hmm. okay. 
Turns out sometimes even in your brain you can't work around the fact that you got friggin' smoking hot babe laying in a bed once you suck your dick the whole time you could be thinking about a dude. Yeah. What that's that was that science that kind of science was crazy to people back in like the nineteen fifties, but we started studying brains and we started studying human sexualities and we started to understand it more. That fucking freak you were talking about Freud a while back. Yeah. Fucked his mother. He learned that he was gay. Yeah. And, dude, Freud was a freak, dude. And that was absolutely groundbreaking shit. Yeah, he wrote books on it and stuff. Uh, Dr. Kinsey, they made a movie with Liam Neeson. He started fucking his college students or something, found out they were was all gay. Yeah, well, it's just, it's a wild world out there. It's pretty much deep down, 97, 98% of us is gay, yeah, uh, slightly, just a little bit, probably. Hey, look, man. And that's just science. Sex, sex is cool, all humans are beautiful. Just enjoy it, man. Whatever whatever gets you going, hey, man, good on you, bro. I would say and sis. gayness ratings of the main characters in this episode of True Detective. Number one, gotta be Paul Woodrow. Yeah, I mean, he's taking boner pills to right, bang his, to smoking bang his hot wife. Girl. He used to be in some sort of Blackwater special ops thing where he was killing Iraqis in Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, murdering civilians, but saying he was being a patriot to them. But yeah, and, now he's cop man. Right. He and now, rides a bike. And now he's been falsely accused of getting his dick sucked by an act- actress who's on drugs with an ankle monitor on her ankle. Yep. And now he's on administrative leave. But So he goes on a demon ride on his motorcycle. He does go on a demon ride. This is a throwback way back to like our second episode ever probably. Yeah. Demon rides. This is when you go out in the, with a motorcycle onto a mountain and you ride around with your lights off. Yeah, you go as fast as you possibly can with no headlights on. And hopefully you meet a demon. Yeah. And this is fun because his cheeks are flapping real fast. They are. <laughs> and then he finds a dead body because he's on his demon ride. Maybe that's, maybe Ben Casper is a demon. Is his demon, yeah. Right. Because originally you would think with a name like Casper, this guy must be a friendly ghost. But it's possible that he's a demon. He's got a demon beneath those dark, dark dirty sunglasses. Yep. He uh, He's doing his best uh, Weekend at Bernie's cosplay. <laughs> That was in his will. He said, if I die, you got to take me out to the coastal highway and weekend to Bernie's me, baby. Yep. And let so, a, you know, his friends did it. Let a hunk who looks like John from Chips find me. Yeah. It all worked out for him really yeah. well. Great planning. Second in the gayness rankings. Got to be Bezzarides. Rachel yeah. McAdams. She's got just sex issues in general. Mm-hmm. She's clearly fondling somebody it's pegging her this guy yeah there's some kind of weird sex act that's alluded to deviancy got kicked out of a casino i like to think because she was sexually harassing the male patrons yep she was out there prowling for dick this woman's an absolute freak her dad is david morse in a hilariously long wig yep who runs some kind of weird cult with uh totem poles outside Uh uh-huh and she carries around like 20 knives on her person she's got knives because she was like sexually assaulted as a child or something yeah she's she's got a knife in her belt she's got a knife on her ankle she's got a knife in her back pocket and if that doesn't scream i'm a lesbian woman i don't know what possibly could or maybe just bisexual woman yeah 97 percent possibility that she could be slightly gay as freud said in his science books yep Charles Darwin said it in his Ecology of uh, Evolutionary uh, Mammals. Hey, we aren't science men. Right. We didn't write the books. We're just here giving you the hard-hitting facts on. about the books. Don't shoot the messenger. Yep, don't do it, man. Charles Darwin got on his boat, went out in the friggin' jungle. He studied the monkeys. He, yeah. saw, 
He said, that monkey's a guy, that monkey's a guy, and they're freaking kissing each other. Yeah. And it doesn't matter to them that they can't uh, copulate and make monkey kids. So why they're, should it matter to us? They're sucking off and fucking anyway, and they evolved into us, so we gotta be exactly the same, that there's a possibility. That a process- we're sucking and fucking right. without a, the possibility a, of the, a sp- spreading a, seed. A possibility. And so that's true. Third gayest character... Gonna go with Frank Simeon. Yeah. I think he's got smoking hot babe of a wife. Oh, yeah. She's Let me smoke tell show. You. Let me tell you. A beautiful baby, as Vince would call her in Swingers. Oh, she's got them bazoongas on her chest. This lady was also on the show Yellowstone that I watched, and she was banging Cole Hauser from Too Fast, Too the, Furious. The Taylor Sheridan? Yeah. There we go. Another Fast and Furious connect. It's all tying in, baby. It's all part of a, uh, it looks like a Native American dream catcher. I don't think movies would exist without the Fast and the Furious franchise. It's not in the post-2000 world. Not nope. post-9-11. Film would have ended. They, they would With stop 9/11, making movies. Yeah. Yep. And, but they said, we got to carry on. We need another Fast and the Furious. The people need it. The people want it. <laughs> the people want it. And frankly, Frank Simeonly. Yeah, Frank Simeonly. What makes him the third gayest? I don't know. But there's no way he's... Um, less gay than Velcoro because Velcoro is, as we found out, Valsel. Yep. You can't be gay or even straight when you're Valsel because you don't want to fuck. Yeah, he has no interest. He said he's got no no interest in right. that. He's just, he's too busy drinking fucking hard liquor, drinking his right. Modellos, can't get your, doing cocaine. Can't get your dick up for any sort of lady when you got a whole bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label to drink by yourself in a And like bar. a fucking eight ball of coke up your nose. Right. I mean, can't bang a Scarface waitress lady. Nope. Can't bang a heroin singer lady with a guitar. Nope, can't do it. A gagar. Gagar. Can't bang your ex-wife. Because she got a new boyfriend. Can't bang Bezerides because you just met her. Pulled up, hung over, chewing gum, smoking a cigarette at the exact same same time. time. That has to be the most disgusting fucking (laughs) thing. Like, that that cannot (laughs) taste good. You gotta gotta quell that liquor breath somehow. Oh, yeah, he's doing everything he could. Uh, As if he doesn't reek of it from falling asleep at the table. Oh, you know, it's just oozing out of him, baby. Yep. Ivan ooze. What did you think of our pal Justin Lin's direction in this? His direction... I Actually, something I noticed, it seems that he does more frequently with his TV shows, uh, a lot of, like, aerial shots. Yeah. Like, big, wide-sweeping, like, aerials. Well, that was prominent in the first season, is they, they would do, like, the uh, the, like the landscapes and the roads and all right. that. They would use that. Well, he does it in Man Come P.I. as well. Yeah. I guess so. he's a fan. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I mean, it looks good. There's definitely some of, like, taking Kerry Fukunaga's style from season one and running with it, but yeah. um, I would say a little more televisual. Fukunaga looked more like a, a film, like a movie-ass movie. Yeah. But I haven't seen it in a while. This is a lot of, like, uh, cut-heavy, a lot less, like, virtuoso, like, look at me, I'm doing a one-shot now. It's a lot of your basic coverage, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lynn's a guy who's like, let's set the cameras up and get this fucking thing shot and get out of here for the most part. Yeah, dude, he's got got a cute little kid at home he gotta go see. Right, yeah, I got uh, cool six stunts to go plan out with Hot Wheels cars and shit like that. There's some cool-looking shots, there's some cool-looking stuff... Uh, he does do the Fast and Furious thing at the end when all the detectives first meet. Did you notice that? Yeah, the, camera? the pan around. It's like the 180 degree spin, and then like they'll spin past their heads and like cross and shit like that. And they always do that in the Fast and Furious. And it's like, hey, Dom, we're gonna take this guy on, and we gotta take him on hard. 
of yep. Brian O'Connor. And the camera's just spinning around right, him. it's always spinning around the familia, so. Yeah, he brings it in here for the he, true detective he, familia. He brought it to the familia. Yeah. Um, God bless him. I don't know, there's, there's nothing, like, fancy about Justin Lin, but it's just, everything's very cohesive, like. Yeah. It, it all plays nicely. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I was getting a text message. From my mom. Gay. Yeah, that's right. We all are, yeah. as we learned today. Freud's. Freud's, as he said it. He said, you all are gay, dude. True Detective. I recommend it. You recommend it? Oh, highly. Anything you want to talk about in this? I'd say the only thing that season one uh, has over season two is Alexander Daddario naked. Yeah. She's, she got cool boobies. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic to see those. Yeah, but other than that, True Detective season two beats uh, season one. Yeah, because in, in this aspect. one, like we said, we, you get to see Rachel McAdams' hard nips. Yeah, and, and we her do big love butt. those. We and, love blasting nips. And Riggins' muscular ass. Yep. Only thing it was missing was Colin Farrell showing his ass. But, or his dick. He got a right. big dick. I've seen his porno oh, yeah, tape. I've, I've seen that pecker boy. That Jesus. big old Irish pecker. I like it when he does his uh, talks like this. Yeah. That's like his kind of go-to uh, American, American accent. Man. Yeah, even in Widows when he was supposed to be doing some kind of like Chicago accent. Yeah, it just, he, uh, it just was this. by the wayside and he's like, I'm going to drink some fucking liquor on a yacht with Liam Neeson. Yep. Well... Uh, I don't know what the hell we were talking about. We're just really just killing time, but yeah, hey, we're spitballing here. Hey, you know what? You came in. You learned stuff you didn't know before. Uh, we taught you sciences. We taught you fucking science. We taught you fucking evolution. We taught you fucking basic human sexuality. We taught you fucking about noirs. Yeah, we learned all about the fucking web of conspiracy from us. Yeah, so fucking put that in your pipe and smoke on it until Thursday's episode. Bang, bang, bang. Fred Claus coming at you Thursday. You know, we didn't even sit down and figure out what we're doing because we just recorded our final episode of 2018. Yep. Holy moly. One year of our dumbasses. So we'll have to figure out what we're watching next week, our start of 2019. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Well, I'll talk to you about that. We'll figure something out. Fred Claus coming up Thursday. Next week, Noel. The week after, big Christmas extravaganza. We got some crazy stuff coming. Yep. Uh... Next week's mini-sode, we should be doing Aquaman. Yeah, as we uh, went to the theater last night, and you realized that the tickets I, were for this Saturday. I, yeah, I, Saturday. we went a, a whole... I was sitting there talking to Chance, I was like, wow, I've never been early for a movie before. Turns out, hey, Bozo, you were a whole week Seven early. Seven days early. So, hey, I thought we were going to have that for you here today, Tuesday, but we'll have it next week. And then the week after, what I wanted to do was top ten countdown. Yep. You and I each come up with a top ten list, non-fast movies that we've watched. Yeah, Absolutely. Can't be a fast film. That's fine with me. Count them down. Ten through one. You got your list. I got my list. Yeah. And we'll discuss our faves. We'll dissect and discuss. And then that, that'll that actually come out on Christmas Day. And then the week after, we're diving right into 2019, baby. Yep. New year, new us. New, mm-hmm. New year, nude us. Yes. We're, we're going to start doing videos, and it's just us completely naked doing the show. Hard nips. Blasting them. Muscular asses. Yep. Take your nips and fill out your slips. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. Salud. Me familiar. <laughs>